Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello fans of the IGN UK podcast, it's Uncle Stu here and I'm about to do a very important voiceover. If you fancy getting hands-on with the 3DS or Motorstorm Apocalypse in the next couple of weeks, then you're in luck as we're putting on a free event on the 8th of March at View Cinema in the Westfield Shopping Centre in Shepherd's Bush. All you need to do to attend is head on over to go.ign.com slash event booking page. That's go.ign.com slash event booking page and sign up. That's it. Head over to go.ign.com slash event booking page now. We look forward to seeing you there. Right, here's the podcast. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast number 74. I am Alex and I am joined by the usual crew of Tom Butler. Bonjour. Chris Tilly. Bonjour. I was going to say bonjour. Bonjour. No. <laughs> I'm dressed like a Frenchman today. So why have you come dressed as Dan today? Have I? Yeah. Well, he always wears his... Uh, He's wearing it today. Jean-Paul Gaultier tops. <laughs> I haven't come dressed as Dan. Anyway, visual gag. And, and yeah, also really well. uh, Stuart Reid. Hello, Stuart. Hello. Uh, you're not going to say anything in a foreign language? No. Oh, right mushy mushy. <laughs> Brilliant. Hello is a foreign language if you're not English. That's true. So for all of our American listeners, hello. <laughs> hello. So uh, hello. this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about, as always, the news. Uh, Chris will be discussing the Oscars and we'll be looking at some of the games that are coming up shortly. But first, I just wanted to say, <laughs> thank God I'm still alive. Because yeah. this week, listeners, it was uh, I had a bit of a, a bad incident. <laughs> what happened to you, Alex? <laughs> what happened? Uh, I was out having a delicious meal with some of the big cheeses from uh, IGN. Uh, and I choked on a piece of steak. Mm. And I, like not a little bit of choke. You know when you get food stuck and it's like, oh, I'll have a little drink. Well, food got stuck. I thought, oh, I can't breathe, so I'll, I'll have a little drop of wine. Mm. Nothing happened. The wine sat on top of the, the food that stuck. And I thought, right, fuck this. I need to have some water. <laughs> this is while everyone was talking around me. And I was trying to just look normal while not being able to breathe. <laughs> so I thought, I'll have a big slug of water. Massive slug of water. Didn't do anything. Still stuck there. And at this point, it's about 30 seconds had passed and I hadn't been able to breathe. And uh, so I started to panic a bit. Uh, but I couldn't say anything. So I just pointed uh, to my, the person sat next to me and I was like, you on the back. <laughs> and anyway, he whacked me on the back and then I just threw up all of this red wine, <laughs> beef and water all on the floor mm. of this restaurant. Was it a nice restaurant? Uh, it's this restaurant that's I think it's quite new. It's open in London called Circus, and it's they have themed nights going on. So they have kind of um, they had burlesque dancers and and shit like that. But I felt like I was one of the acts or something because yeah. like everyone was staring. It'd been me like a themed vampire point. night, and you'd chunded yeah. up red wine. Well, one problem. of the people who was around the table had did think the red wine was blood, <laughs> <laughs> and they were just thinking like, what the fuck is happening to him? Apparently, you were the most um, polite chokey ever. You apparently you just. Yeah, well, they popped me on the back. I couldn't speak. <laughs> um, and then, like after that happened, literally about two minutes later, I thought, "I'm fine, I'm fine." I had a, a sip of water, and and the water wouldn't go down, so I had to rush off to the toilet and puke it back up. Oh. Well, you couldn't get anything to go down again afterwards. No, 
Well, I, I, after about five minutes yeah. of settling down, I think basically my diaphragm was like, yeah, you, it traumatizes. Even just when you're sick, it traumatizes your stomach a bit, doesn't it? But like, bearing in mind, this is well, my immediate boss and the boss of the international company over <laughs> yeah. there. I just felt like such a tool. <laughs> Cry for help. Was it a nice steak? <laughs> it was delicious. Was it? What a shame. <laughs> Has anyone else here had a, had a near death experience? No. Well, only last year when I nearly died. When I was ill, when I got um, that, uh, that illness thing. Oh, that yeah. wasn't that bad, was it? What the fuck? It yeah. wasn't that bad. A, fr- a friend of mine once puked in front of his granddad in, in Sainsbury's. Does that count? <laughs> why? Near death. <laughs> why? I was just making, thinking about when you I do things. I didn't just puke. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Something lodged in my throat. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, he was quite hungover, so he could have been. Like Ian, that. who was my boss, he was uh, about three seconds away from giving me the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> so that would have been funny. Followed, which, which followed is, by your cards. Yeah, exactly. Which is quite dangerous, the Heimlich maneuver, I is believe. It? Yeah, really? if you get it wrong, it can, be, it can do more damage than good. Why? Thank God for that. Because you can break the person's uh, back, diaphragm, legs. Oh, fuck it, they're dying anyway. What's it doing? it wrong. This yeah, is a video game podcast. Yes, it is. So enough of the near-death experiences. Then, oh, uh, I had a blowout on the motorway once. I'm sure you did. I had a Big Mac and fries. It was lovely. That wasn't the question. <laughs> that was uh, near-death. That was horrible. Anyway, let's wow. move on to this week's news. And uh, Stuart, you've got some news on Sony. Sony. Making moves to make the PS3 uh, a little bit more... Or unhackable. Unhackable, hack-proof, that's the word. Yes, uh, apparently they're working on a hack-proof PlayStation 3 as a countermeasure against recent piracy concerns. Uh, an insider source, an anonymous insider source, of course, so this is probably... This is more of a rumour than Yeah, more than anything, more than anything else. Uh, Sony are already deep into plans of developing a hack-proof PS3 system. Where's he from? Uh, 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 Nigeria. Right. Uh, this is mainly due to the recent leaks of Killzone 3, which has worried Sony of their console becoming a mainstream threat to piracy. So, uh, apparently the new PS3 PS3, PS3.5, or as it was, I think I suppose it'll have to be called, uh, will look just like the uh, the new Slim... Uh, I think it's called the PS3 Hacksaws. <laughs> That's very good, Leet Hacksaws, yeah. <laughs> it's going to look like the Slim PS3 with a 300 gig hard drive uh, and an undisclosed anti-hacking system, which I think you buy your PS3 and you get a, a fucking great devil dog that sits by it, and if you go anywhere near it... It just bites your hand off. I thought it was a little sticker that just says, please don't please use this don't, to play please don't. games. <laughs> <laughs> please. Pretty, pretty, please. Brilliant, eh? Calling something unhackable, though, really, is just a red flag to the I know. hackers. hackers. But, but at least it's like the undisclosed kind of hackable thing. If, if they would have come out and said, right, this is what we're doing to stop it from being hack-proof, you can bet your bottom dollar that the people straight away would be on there working out what it was. Here's a brilliant thing, though, right? Current models of the PS3, it says here, could also see a price cut as Sony hopes to clear out the old hackable models from retailers to make way for the new console. So either I get a really cheap PS3, which I can hack <laughs> and, and play, play pirate of, games on. Plays of cheap or free games. Or yeah. I get an expensive expensive PS3 which I can't hack but I think I think oh the, the, Sony the, the new price point for the new model is supposed to be around 186.99 yeah that's cheap isn't it yeah and then they're, they're supposed to be reducing the ones they've got to 170 so right. a bargain mm. yeah, bargain, bargain time for the PS3 yeah, yeah. yeah but they'll hack it the, the, what's the only thing the only thing I can think of technology wise that's, that's never been hacked is, is Sky TV everything else has been hacked as far why, as I'm aware why would you hack Sky TV I've, my sister had hooky Sky for a while when? He used to do back in the old days. Back in the, the old, card. yeah, but nah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, not. Uh, that's the old analog system, I think. But right, ever right, since they've gone yeah. digital, because of the, uh, because of the way they they, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
encode Crypt. it. Crypt. Encrypt it, that's it. They can't do it. Right, so... Even, you, even so cable mean, TV up until very recently... Getting basically, basically getting Sky TV for free. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Because that's what ha- almost, hacking almost anything is, isn't it? Is, I'd is like that. Getting stuff for free. Does it count as hacking when they accidentally forget to scramble one of the late night babe channels? <laughs> no. And you get like half an hour of the real thing. No, it's I called think wanking. That you, get, that you get half an hour anyway? Or 10 I wouldn't know. I've never, I don't even know what numbers they are. No, no of course not. not. 9.01 to 9.50. <laughs> 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 They're rough on there, aren't they? The, it, yeah. It's the telephone ones that get me. Some, some bird on the telephone kind of grabbing her, her bits, pouting at the camera. Is this your movie update, Chris? <laughs> It's what the movie update is. This is the week in news. Yes. <laughs> the week in nude. So, uh, yeah, do you have any uh, movie Yeah, newsers? I've got some tidbits that hey. I will share with you. I thought this was quite funny. Uh, the, the sequel to Clash of the Titans is shooting in 10 days. Mm. Now well, we're all aware that... finish it in 10 days. They're going to start <laughs> shooting it in 10 days. And um, the director's had to come out and say he promises it won't suck because the first one sucks so badly. I'm sure. Is it the same guy? Not, uh, no, it's it? a different director. Uh, it's the guy that's done Battle LA, which is coming out soon. And he's done, he, 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 there's a massive quote with him saying all the reasons it's going to be a really good film. And then at the end, they mention that it's going to be converted to 3D post, post shoot. Oh, well done. Which well, is pretty much sense. what everyone well hated done, the first film everybody. for. Mm. So I thought that was amusing. What's it going to be called? Uh, Wrath of the Titans. Oh, Brilliant. Liam Neeson going to be back in it. Liam Neeson, Ray Fiennes and Sam Worthington are all returning. So Jesus. I think it made a fair amount of money, so I think they're all being paid quite a lot of money. But don't they always, I mean, aren't they almost forced to sign on for sequels now these days with films? That that almost felt like a a third part of a trilogy. It was that bad. (laughs) I was talking to my brother. My brother watched it this week on Sky, and he was saying that for the last half hour, he had no idea what was going on. It just made no sense. I had, when I was in New York, it was the only movie that was on for free, so I watched it. I had it on a loop, and I just kept picking, going back and going, I still don't know what's going on. I don't know. Don't get it. I'm the only person that didn't think it was that bad, but I haven't seen it. So yeah, apparently Titans Two won't suck. So we'll see. I've also got a Dead Island movie update. Ooh! Um, Can you say it in reverse in slow motion? Oh my god! I wish I could. Shall I try? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Uh, Malt Wagner. He's the head of global business development for Deep Silver's parent company, Koch Media. Um, he's been talking about it, saying that there's nothing really going on, but they say they want to take their time to get it right, but they're also aware that the buzz won't last forever. They, 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 they must have been completely sideswiped by that. They like Obviously, we had the exclusive on it, and I saw the trailer before it went live, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. We watched I it. Which is like, it's a generic no zombie idea that it would be as big as it is. And you know, I bet you, you know, the day after that happened, people like getting in touch. You know, how desperate get these rights it? for cheap. But is Hollywood that desperate to be jumping on a trailer for a game that's not even come out yet to sign them up to make a movie? That's crazy. It's but bonkers. Also, like a zombie film on a holiday resort. You know, just do that. It doesn't have ah. to be called Dead Island. Well, one of those other zombie sort of zombies that haven't been yeah haven't been covered off yet. Well, the last Romero film was was on an island, I think. Yeah, Survival of the Dead. I'd like to see a zombie film set within a festival. Mm. Obviously, everyone's closed in, aren't they? I think it'd be a good setting for a uh, a music festival, like Gastonbury. He's done the usual then. spiel about how they'd want to take a different approach to other game to film adaptations, which everyone says every time. Yeah. And then totally screw it up. So yeah. we'll see, but I'm pretty sure we'll have some news on this sooner rather than later. And finally, just a, a brief bit of casting news. It looks like Kevin Costner has been cast as Superman's adopted dad, Jonathan Kent, in the new Superman movie. Ah. That's which weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, but I guess he's quite a good actor. He's about the right age. 
It's just he's not done anything good for a while. Uh, well, has he done anything? That's the thing. He's done some like straight to DVD movies. Has he? Yeah. I, I, did that one? Sorry, the one where he was two people at once. What was that? And he was like a villain. Especially really good. Spoiler alert. Yeah, where he yeah he was a serial killer, Mister Something, or yeah. that, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah, was all right. Obviously not that good because you can't remember the name of it or really any details. Uh, Mr. Brown. I'm going to say it was called Mr. Brown. Yeah, right. Mr. Brown. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Do you remember when he used to be the he, he used to be the biggest actor in the world, didn't he? He yeah. was the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Couldn't they're, put a foot wrong. And Ooh. they're remaking The Bodyguard as well, I saw that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd Why? like to see them remake that, but reverse the roles and have Justin Bieber play the pop star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but get shot. And have Lady Gaga as his bodyguard. <laughs> I like it. That's good. We could work this. We should. We should. I we should actually thought script. you meant Justin Bieber as the bodyguard. That would be brilliant. Oh, you didn't like my idea of him being the artist? No. Okay. <laughs> I'd like enough. him as the bodyguard. Anyway, that's it for movie nonsense. What's this nonsense you're going to talk about then? Well, I thought it was nonsense. So yesterday, uh, a bunch of clips went up on that their internet uh, about this new Wii game called Wii Dare, uh, and it's a little bit saucy. <gasps> So it's it's basically the, the clips show uh, two couples um, like quite, us, quite like sexy couple, <laughs> like yeah, four of us like here, four of us here. Uh, apart from um, well, neither well, none of us wearing skirts at the moment. And none how of do us, you know? Well, you, what do you wear skirt underneath your trousers? Sometimes you can wear a short skirt, can you? <laughs> We've all got penises anyway. I think that's what you, the point you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. How do you well, know? We, we don't know that the, the two women in the video didn't have penises. Well, when they take all their clothes off. Yeah. Why are you jumping anyway, the gun here? What's so, right, okay. so, so it's basically, or it looks like, because we've tried to get details from Ubisoft to find out exactly what the, the game's about, and they're, <laughs> they're remaining tight-lipped. <laughs> don't get it. I don't get it. Don't get it. Downstairs, nothing's happening. <laughs> um, so uh, it's, it's a game for swingers. So you use the Wii remote to kind of like do sexy things with your partner. What or, the fuck? So it's party games, I guess, for couples. Yes. Or even right. just for people that aren't in a relationship with each other. Yeah, well, I don't think it was that explicit. I don't think it but said, I, you have to be in a relationship but, to enjoy this game. But you're adding in that it's for swingers. It's not... Well, I, I've, I've written it for swingers. The only reason being is because if you look at the trailer, mm -hmm. um, it looks like, you know, there's, there's probably some sharing going on there. Is there a bowl full of keys in front of them? Well, no, that's what the Wii remote is these days. It's a, it's a key. Do you think that's why they brought it's in those rubber grips for them? Yeah. Was Definitely. this the game they were they were looking forward but, but to? But there was a bit. There, there's a bit where this woman shoves the Wii remote, whoa, whoa, Wii whoa, remote whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> down the back of her skirt, then lays across uh? this chap's lap, what? Uh, what? and then to fly through hoops, he has to smack her on the arm. He has to spank her. Yeah, yeah. keep yeah. going, um, keep going, and it, <laughs> and it makes them keep going. It makes her spin on screen, and it's I'm sure it does. Honestly. But there's and, other bits where they have to do like sexy pole dancing and stuff, and the guys yeah. take their tops off, and there's a whole series of these videos. Yeah, they get seriously. You sound yeah. quite excited by this. I am. Are you sure this isn't a joke? No. Well, so the one thing Ubisoft did say is that it's absolutely real, um, but they don't have any of the videos for us to post up on the site. So go to YouTube and check them but out. I, but I thought that uh, that Nintendo were very, very careful about how what licenses they gave out, and it all had to be kind of family friendly stuff. I don't know how it works anymore, though, because you know, certainly in the, in the past when Nintendo used to manufacture all the cartridges, um, and they still do for DS. They had massive control over it, but I don't know if that's the same for Wii. I'm not sure, because obviously that's it's a DVD-based system. Mm. I don't know if everything still has to be manufactured through Nintendo. Do they not have that seal of a, or approval or something on them, the, the Nintendo seal? I don't know. Again, not sure if they still mm. use that or not. But, but either way, you know, if I was Nintendo, I'm sure at the end of the day, it's probably quite harmless. The, the, I, I think it's probably it's about not, as daring as a game of spin yeah. the bottle. 
Yeah, exactly. At a party. Um, I suppose you, where you put the, the Wiimote instead of the bottle as well, can't you? Yeah. So is there any chance that we'll see down the line an advert with JLS sticking Wii remotes up each other's bums? Uh, I think it'll probably be the Rednaps. He'll, he'll be smashing it. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wii remote will be hanging out the back of... All right. So, yeah. Anyway, so we dare. Well, they have dared. And uh, anyway, Tom, <laughs> you've got more stupid news about Well, I thought I'm just going to, um, to a stage for my... Um, Chinese impression. I'm going to do my bit for the world and bring you some weird world. You're going to heal the world, make it a better place. My first bit of weird world news is, is a new category. It is. Yeah. I just, I like, I, well, I've just brought it in for myself just like to it. sort of. Uh, so you can talk spread, more. Yeah. Spot the uh, yes. Talk, talk more. <laughs> uh, Vietnam has called for online gaming ban. So the government has called for a ban on online gaming between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. And this is th- to be enforced by March the third. So this is going to happen. Right. Uh, and this is um, Vietnam have famously got a very high level of internet tool filtering uh, across there so they're very sort of under the cosh with what yeah, people can yeah. and can't do internet tool filtering yeah so <laughs> we is that what it sounds like absolute fucking idiots <laughs> yeah on the internet um, so yeah so that's that's in Vietnam uh, in Latvia have, a you man the, was have you got the China story yeah Good. Yeah, it's building. Okay. That's the one I sent around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Latvia, a man was shot dead in the cinema for eating popcorn too loudly. I yeah. think that's brilliant. I'm really wow. pleased about that. Maybe they should introduce that. If you eat your popcorn to- too loudly, a Latvian will shoot you. Fuck it, why not? If you yeah. l- Even if you get your phone out and look at your phone, I fucking hate that, don't you? People looking at their phones in the cinema and suddenly you're blinded by their wanky phone. um, It would be quite funny as soon as you pulled your phone out, this little red dot started appearing over your body. That would be awesome. Put the phone away. You know, they've got the the little adverts and warnings before screenings here now saying, please don't do it. uh, I think as you guys know, I go to Austin, Texas and the the cinema there, the Alamo Draft House is brilliant. They really do kick people out the first sign there's talking on the phone. That's great. It's brilliant and everyone knows you're in the same same boat. Um... The, funnily enough, they were watching Black Swan. Yeah. That was quite amusing. <laughs> I wonder if he actually gave a warning and said, like, you know, would you mind apparently, not doing that? Or whether he just went... <laughs> well, apparently the assailant 27 had a brief argument with the man who was age 43, who was sitting next to him during the screening. Uh, when the credits rolled, the younger man pulled out the legally registered firearm and shot the other man dead. So at least not, he waited till the end of the film. Sure there's not a court in the land that will convict this guy. <laughs> yeah, but what if they were watching Big Mama's House 2, like Father, Like Son? <laughs> well, in that case, you'd turn the gun on yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Martin, what's his chops? Um, my, just a... My, my friend uh, went to see Black Swan this week and she was saying that where she was leaving the cinema at the end there was a really old lady turning to her friend and goes I thought that was going to be a nice film about ballet <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's upsetting more world news Tom um, in China a man has died after having a three day video game binge mm. no this is insane um it's quite funny because it's come from a Chinese website I think because it says this is such sad news, but there are times when people are desperately addicted to these games and internet addiction is a huge problem in China. Mm-hmm. Um, and how could this happen in a public place? So apparently it, was, he was, it was an internet cafe. That an he was internet in. cafe. Not even just at home playing games. He slipped into a coma inside the internet cafe. I know, I shouldn't um, have, but it is one of the most ridiculous stories. he spent like $1,500 in the past month on internet gaming. But at what point did, did <laughs> the runner of the cafe just think, hang on a minute, he's yeah, been there for a while. It was only, <laughs> the shop was, that's, there was only six computers in the shop as well so he'd been there for three days <laughs> the thing is I suppose though if you're if you're working in the shop and you do like an eight hour shift and then you go and somebody else comes in and yeah. you don't bother telling them that he's been there yeah, or your shift three days yeah well you might just think that oh he's back again 
They're all wearing the same stuff. Do we know and what game he was playing? Like, uh, how long? Say, no, uh, maybe what point bill. did they realise he was in a coma? <laughs> or was he there for like another two days just sitting there? Apparently he slipped into a coma, was rushed to a clinic and then died shortly after he arrived. Oh. I, can't, I don't know. That seems like there's something else going on yeah. there. Yeah. Like, probably, they're probably, making it out like it's the I video game that's killed him. I bet the triads did it. Yeah. Or a Latvian. Yeah, pretty, but it's probably Addic- popcorn too loud. Addiction's a terrible thing, though. Did anyone hear Charlie Sheen's phone call to that radio station yesterday? <laughs> He's lost it again, and he went on a right rant. And at the end, he said, um, "The only thing I'm addicted to now is winning." Oh, Which okay. I think no, I don't think so, Charlie. It's also that should okay. be on, that should be on the uh, on the IGN podcast coat of arms, shouldn't it? <laughs> addicted to winning. <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> Any more world news? That was it, really. It was so- a little bit too much death. Okay, well, maybe we'll try and lighten it up Let's next have week. Some happiness. Yeah. Can we have All some right, kittens yeah. next week, All right, please. so are we having that world of news? If anyone sees anything, obviously, on the internet, um, send it to me. Yeah. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. The only thing lacking was the, your, your racial stereotypes. Yeah, let's do accents. I'm doing, my, I'm doing my best to, like... New, no, let's have accents next time, please. You want me to read the stories in accents? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the readers, the listeners would like that as well. Mm. Yeah. So yeah so if, if we could have a North Korean story next week and get you to do the accent. Yeah, okay. in, the, in the style of King. In, in fact, let's do let's do countries that have all got dictators. Okay, maybe we can overthrow them. Yeah, I mean, well, it's happening by the day, isn't it? So do King Jong Il in King Jong him, him. You could do him. That's really racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. I just couldn't get King Jong him in. What? Let's do. What is it? King Jong. Kim Jong Il. That's it. Thank you. He's so lonely. That's a that's the South Park song. And anyway, it's not racist if he's a dictator. Is that right? Absolutely. Check your facts. Anyway, let's move away from that. Like, kettle of hot fish. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's a kettle. (laughs) It's fish in a kettle. Yeah. (laughs) If you want a boil of fish and you haven't got a saucepan, pop it in a kettle. Don't. Listeners, don't. That'd be quite good because it'd come out of the spout at the end. It'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, if it's a trout. No. Big, isn't it? Yeah. And a spout. Should we move on? (laughs) Should we talk about the Oscars? Yeah, let's talk about the Oscars. The Oscars are obviously happening this weekend, the big, the biggest day in the in the movie calendar. What do you guys care about the Oscars this this year? No, no, I not really. Yeah, don't know. Favorite film of the year? Social Network. Yeah, personally, mm. I'd like to have seen Social Network or Inception win. Uh, uh, Social Network, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, they're all they're both up for Best Picture. I mean, it looks like The King's Speech is going to win, but um, there's a ch- I think an outside chance that Social Network will be up for it. The big battle though seems to be between directors because Finch has been the favourite all the way along, mm. and now um, Tom Hooper has made a late run for The King's Speech. Mm. Do you think in any way, shape, or form he deserves to win over t- over David Finch? Not, not no, sure. I don't think so. They're, they're, I mean, you know, the Social Network is is for a film that is ostensibly about a couple of geeks having an argument it's it's got such kind of a visual flair and it's so it's so full of energy whereas the king's speech is is a very kind of old fashioned movie isn't it, it it's it, it does nothing new it says nothing new it's it's that but it is that kind of film that cleans up at the oscars it's that kind of journey film isn't it you know we've we've seen it happen Steady time and time and again yeah 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 i mean i think colin firth definitely deserves his oscar but there's nothing else in it that really blew me away. Was he nominated last year for a single man? Yes, yes he, he should have won it for yeah. that. He should have won it for that because that was an awesome performance. Yeah. Um, the other one that seems to be uh, an interesting battle is Best Supporting Actor because, again, um, Christian Bale's been the favourite all along for that mm. and Jeffrey Rush seems to be making a late, a late march on him. So Jeffrey Rush, I think, is dependable in every movie that he's in. Yeah. But he's always the same person, really. <laughs> 
isn't he? What, well, parts of the Caribbean in the King's Speech? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's always just Geoffrey Rush, whereas in Christian well, I don't Bale... Think in he was, the, I don't think he was in, the sh- in Shine, was he? Was it David Helfgott? Helfgott, yeah. yeah. But that, I just think that Christian Bale is, is incredible in yeah. the fighter, but... Yeah. Uh, the, the, the real reason to tune in, though, I think, is, is to see whether Banksy's going to show up. That's what everyone's been talking about all week. Mm. Will he be there in his monkey mask? Well, he's been told he's not allowed to. Hasn't he? They've said if you do win, you can't go up in your monkey mask. Well, so he won't, won't go up. Then, he won't go like, up. No, no, he no. won't. He probably won't even go to the. Uh... It'd be good if he sent some. If he sent Charlie Sheen up to get it for him, that would be <laughs> awesome. How good would that be? I can't. I can't really see him winning. But um, it's the best bit. documentary, isn't it? Yeah. What else is up? Uh, it's Gasland, Inside Job, Restrepo, and Wasteland. Mm. Mm. I've heard a lot about Inside Job. That's yeah. supposed to be very good. Yeah. I see. I don't see. The Banksy movie as a documentary. Oh, I'm I? still not sure that it's actually it in, in any way 100% genuine. I don't think it is at all. No. But hey, that's got through. He might find a way to get in there, though. He got into Disneyland, didn't he? That's true. Yeah. We'll see. So, yeah, the Oscars on Sunday. And if Alex lets me take the morning off, I'll tweet all night. Do you um, want to make some predictions now and see how we, you fare but next week? Uh, we could put them up on the news story, shall we? Yeah. And see how okay. we get on from there. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Cool. All right. Let's do that. So from some of the films that are coming out in the next couple of weeks, Tom, are any of these going to be Oscar winners? Uh, it seems unlikely, to be honest. Mm. There's a few decent films coming out. There's actually quite a lot of films coming out now. Um, I think, I guess, after the Oscar rush, then we're going to have a lot of stuff rushed out that's sort of mediocre. Just a lot of crap. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of films that we haven't seen. Rango. Rango, my guys in the States saw it, said it was quite good. It's That's the Johnny Depp voiced yeah. uh, thing, isn't it? It's Disney meets Hunter S. Thompson. Has it got something to do with Brilliant. Gore Verbinski as well? He directed it. Ah. Yeah. Who mm. was attached to Bioshock for a long time. Mm. Right. Yep. So hearing good things about Rango, but they've not screened it for us yet. I like, um, the, I like the fact there's a film called Unknown. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's going to look great on on a, a movie cinema marquee, isn't it? I watched. What, the, what are you watching today? Yeah, two, unknown. Two tickets to Unknown, please. Yeah. I watched it this week. Who's in it? Liam Neeson. Oh, is it? Is it like? Is it like his other Liam Neeson? Well, they're selling it as Taken too. They've even put really Taken in the tagline. Um, it's not very good. Oh, it's it's a bit like a shit version of Frantic. If you've saw yeah, the Roman yeah, Polanski yeah. film Frantic, so yeah, I'd give it a miss. I, I spotted this twist half an hour in. Ah. If you don't spot the twist, it might be all right, but it just seemed a little bit obvious to me. Mm. And January Jones definitely can't act. I've decided. Oh, really? No. Yep. She's the woman from Mad Men, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fit, but she really she's got nothing. That's a shame. Oh, that's a shame. Iron Clad is also out this week, which I, I remember we were at the screening. And you asked your friend, and what did he say it was like? Boring. Sol- no, Solomon Kane without the good bits. Yep, Solomon Kane without <laughs> the good bits. It's tough, isn't it? And Solomon Kane didn't have that many good bits. <laughs> yeah, it's a siege movie, a very boring siege movie. So, and then a film that we've seen, but apparently we can't talk about the Adjustment Bureau. Oh yeah, we can't talk about that till Monday, can we? Matt Damon and. Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt. Yeah. and Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp, I like Terrence Stamp. So how, how how can we tell you what we thought of it without saying? Can you anything? do an interpretive dance? Well, the trailers look good. Is the film oh, as good really? as the trailer? Right. Uh, I'll tell you what it, they they they're selling it on the on the poster as Inception meets yeah. Born. Yep. Yeah. God, everything and is something meets something, isn't it these days? If it was a, a touch as good as either of those, either of those, then it would be. A lot better than it actually is. If, it, if it's Inception meets Bourne, then I'm Brad Pitt meets Tom George Cruise. Clooney. <laughs> right. Or Ben. <laughs> Who, who's who's Ben in that equation? Pit, pit Pony. You should know that. 
But Emily Blunt's quite attractive, isn't it? Emily yeah, Blunt's you quite attractive in everything. And her doing her quirky smile thing. Has she got, yeah. got a cleavage? She's, she's got, got a little, little bit, yeah. yeah. She, dances, <laughs> she dances very well in it. Yeah. There's there's quite a sexy it's dance. Sexy dance, sequence. yeah. yeah. Mm. <sighs> but, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's it. So that's, that's Yeah, look out for our review. I think it's going out in the middle of next week. So. Right. Okay. There you go. On the games front, uh, Pokemon Black and White is out. Uh, I haven't played. Do you know what? I've never played a Pokemon game. No. I don't even know what they, what, they, what happens in them. No, what does happen in them? You just know. got to catch them all. Have you? You do. But, uh, yeah. you, is it like an RPG where you wander yeah, around and collecting things? Basically, Jesus. RPG, and you go and yeah. do stuff, and then you fight Pokemon to get more Pokemon, all that kind of stuff. Right. But people uh, love it, don't they? Martin has played it, and he said it's brilliant. Because obviously, there's been tons of them. And the formula's been getting a little bit tired, but apparently this is a proper return to form, so mm. maybe this is time for us to play Pokemon. We could all sit around the office. But you're not you're not eight years old. I think that's a myth. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. Mm. Apparently. Perpetrated by whom? Huh? You. Me. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's other people. I think I, I, no, I think it's by people who don't play it. Right. Quite frankly. And it, it probably doesn't help with the way that Nintendo markets it. If you think about when Pokemon first came out, or Pokemon, yeah. as I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been what ten, fifteen years ago. Yes, probably. Yeah, and and so you're talking about guys then who were like ten, twelve. Yeah, probably yeah. picked up. Still playing it now into their thirties. Yeah, yeah, well, they they should fucking grow up. Yeah, the mentalists. Yeah, I don't think you should knock it till you've tried it. I don't think you should. <laughs> don't knock it till you poked it. <laughs> Tough yeah. shit. I already have. Uh, also, that's Fight Night Champions, which is the boxing game from EA Sports. I love in the boxing game. games. I haven't played a boxing game yeah. in years. Any good? Is it as good as Mike Tyson? The Punch Fight Night. Uh, uh, I'm not sure about that, but the Fight Night games are genuinely brilliant. Yeah, um, but they are more boxing simulations than arcade boxing games. Right. Um, but it's not hard. Then I don't play fighting games for simulation. I just want to. Yeah. You know, press some and buttons. And you play them for stimulation. I, I want to see a fireball and shit like that. I don't want, you know, okay. realism. I, I'm more of a street fighter person than Fight Night Champions. I Apparently like this one's got more of a, sorry, more of a story to it. So you start out as like a guy in prison and you do some bare knuckle fighting in prison and it right. builds up and you then go from the little leagues to the big leagues. Sounds and it does look quite good. Yeah. Imagine yeah. Raging Bull as a video game. Lovely. Lovely. That Maybe would be good. Smack your wife. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Mini game in there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you fund my wife? <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, the Flintstones mashup of that? No. Oh, it's awesome. You have to check it out. I think it's on YouTube. It's that speech, but with the Flintstones animation. <laughs> it's brilliant. We'll find a link. Lovely stuff. I've never seen Raging Bull. Really? No. No. Never played Pokemon. What a sheltered life I've led. <laughs> I would do one over the other, to be honest. No, Which yeah. one would you do? I would play Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> It'll right. you longer than two hours. So does Raging Bull. It's about two and a half. Mm-hmm. And the memories. <laughs> anyway, also out is a silver Xbox controller. Why is that interesting, Tom? We talked about it ages ago on the podcast, and I just thought mm. I'd mention that uh, it's actually coming out this week. So it's a silver po- uh, Xbox controller, and it has the D-pad thing that you click. So if you want a proper D-pad rather than that fucking spongy thing they have at the moment, yeah. then th- that's out. It's, I think it's more for like pro gamers and that sort of thing. Pro gamers. So us. And stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, but for like fighting games and things like that, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Like Street Fighter. Yeah. There you go. So that's it. That's uh, well, that's everything that's coming out in the next uh, week or so. Uh, moving on, we are heading over to listener keyback uh, grotto. Keyback. Keyback. Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> listener feedback grotto. Sorry. <laughs> uh, who's got the first piece of listener feedback? 
Um, I have a bit of feedback here from Peter Hughes. He was listening to Podcast 73. Um, we were talking about game trailers and he said that he thought the game, uh, the trailer for Gears of War with Mad World played over it was an awesome trailer. Yeah, mm. yeah that was good. Um, yeah. I think anything with Mad World played over it is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got uh, an email from Jamie Burnett and uh, similar theme uh, he absolutely loved the Black Ops trailer uh, with the song Give Me Shelter by the Rolling Stones mm, but a lot of it depends he's spent on the music because Ian our boss was showing me a trailer his favourite one and it was an old Assassin's Creed one yeah. that was an uncle tune with Richard yeah. Ashcroft doing, the, doing yeah. the singing Lonely Souls yeah Yeah. but it's um, like, I think the thing about the Black Ops one is that that set the scene brilliantly because we all thought it was going to be like loads of Vietnam stuff going on but the game itself as we've all said Pony just talking about mu- mu- music for trailers, I always find it funny when there's a medieval type movie like Ironclad and you watch the trailer, it's always heavy rock, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, what's the what's he say? Heavy rock and the medieval at time. Long that's, hair. That's the thing about Assassin's Creed. Heavy metal. It's like using like Uncle to do the soundtrack for that. It's a bit weird. And they had it's the Tiny Temper track as well, didn't they, on the Assassin's Creed? But, but it, it, it worked weirdly that Tiny Temper tune. I thought that on did. The, yeah. On that trailer. It's just weird how things. You, but you how you associate heavy rock with. The medieval times. But mm. Uncle, it's Iron Maiden's fault. Uncle tunes have been used an awful lot for video game trailers. It's a little bit kind of overdone now. Mm. That first Uncle album's amazing, still though. Science, Science fiction. fiction, yeah. They've never matched anything like that no. since. There you go. This IGN UK feedback is from Will Cat C, and the subject matter is something I want to know about game journalists. Hi guys. I was wondering how many games do you guys actually buy, if any? Do the publishers send a box to the office, or are they that stingy? Regards, Kyle Wilcat. I buy games. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. We don't get everything for free. No, we don't get. Every- we we do get review copies into the office, and yeah, but they don't. They're quite stingy, aren't they? Yeah. Some are generous though. Right. Yeah, like and some aren't. Yeah, but, but we're not going to name names. No, no. But no. We've, we've got a library at the office that we can borrow games and, yeah. And, yeah. and DVDs and Blu-rays that come in. But yeah. yeah. We go out and buy bits and pieces, don't we? But a lot of the stuff we get in is, is uh, pre-production stuff as well, so it only works on debug consoles, so you can't mm. run them in your retail, and, and I don't have a debug at home. So. But I'll quite happily go in and buy, pick up a game, uh, like DVDs and Blu-rays, I, I, yeah. I very, very rarely take them home, and they always stay in the library, don't they? Yeah. Mm. yeah if you really want something, uh, better to... I still can't control stuff. myself, I'm in FOP, and there's some £3 movies that I want. Do you still buy DVDs? Very rarely. Mm. If, it, like, if it's like an old documentary, if it's a documentary or some TV show, but yeah. if it's a nice new shiny film, I'll probably wait for Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, the Blu-ray. I'm, it's kind of loath now still to just apply Blu-rays. A, for really? the price, and also B, I just feel that the Blu-ray's going to be a defunct format, I think, mm. for movies. I think we're moving towards streaming and that sort of still stuff. Still a long way from, from getting Blu-ray quality from streaming, though. Well, this, this is the, why I'm sort of... I have a few, but... I, I find classic films I tend to buy more on Blu-ray rather than mm. new stuff yeah yeah. because I think it's kind of the 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 way to watch a classic film in the best possible yeah. way you're ever going to see it there are certain films that kind of lend themselves to it doesn't it something like Moon is something I got I, yeah. I bought on, on Blu-ray which is a great package isn't it all the special features and everything are, are terrific on the Blu-ray yeah. and you know we've talked about it before Blade Runner is terrific yeah, on Blu-ray that's amazing yeah. that's a good one basically sci-fi yeah pretty yeah. much Pixar films are great on Blu-ray as well yeah. they look yeah, of yeah. like yeah. that's how they're designed to be watched yeah. amazing yeah uh, I have an email from Tom Titters and he says the big question where is he has he left IGN I miss him and the subject is Matt Wales and uh, so unfortunately yeah Matt is no longer with us so he's not dead he's not dead no no. He's, he's <laughs> well actually uh, we're, we're, we're recording this Friday morning 
Yeah. He, might, he might be dead by the time it goes out. He updated his Facebook this morning about sausages. Right, eh? So he's definitely... Well, he's on he doesn't like sausages. He's veggie. What? He's a vegetarian. Well, maybe he wants vegetarian sausages. That's not real sausages. I don't know. But Who, unfortunately... Who's no this imposter writing on Matt's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about meat products. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe he's been abducted by a... a mi- oh, I don't know. Meat is murder. That's right. Anyway. So that's Matt. Uh, I have an email from Josh Clark. He says, hi, lads. I'm currently lying in bed very ill at the moment, but I've been listening to various old podcast episodes and this has cheered me up lots. So thanks for that. Oh, that's good. So he wonders, when you guys are down in the dumps, what are your favourite games, films, TV shows, etc. to cheer yourself up with? Um, I, if I'm down in the dumps, I just I just have to stare into the abyss and cry. <laughs> what, the James Cameron film? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes on a bit. Cheers me up at the end, though. <laughs> yeah. First thing, if I'm really ill, I, I don't get ill very often, but if I'm really laid up, I will go straight for The Empire Strikes Back. That's really? always my ill movie. Mm. And if I'm still ill for a few more days, then I'll go back to Star Wars, then I'll watch Return of the Jedi. And then if I'm sick, as fuck, Phantom Menace. Really? Yeah. See, I can't watch anything if I'm ill. I just want to sleep. No, I'm the same. Well, the last time I was really, really ill, I watched Coming to America, but then fell asleep in the middle bit. Oh no! Really yeah, that's like disaster. Most watched movie. Is it really? Have <laughs> we done most watched movies? That's an interesting one. I think it's a good topic to open up to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can talk yeah. about this next week. Because a lot yeah. of the time, it's not necessarily the film that you love the most, but it's the film when you were a kid. It's the one that what was about, just in mm. your uh, video. Collection. What about games? I know you were wanting to shoot stuff in the head while you were over Christmas. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't real, because was I was depressed or sad no. or anything like that. It's just, just to get in the Christmas like, spirit. I like yeah, doing exactly. that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, it, well, the games that take the least amount of effort in terms of like thinking. So Flower? It probably is. Nah. I, I still like any kind of action game. Um, but like definitely not one... like Mario Galaxy I wouldn't play, for example, especially because the cookie, cookie cut levels are just too hard. You don't want that kind of stress when you're feeling ill. But, you know, an easy run-around, head-popping shooter. Sweet. Hmm. So we can talk about that next week? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that to answer Josh's question, when I'm down in the dumps, I like to watch porn. Um, he puts a PS. Why is Martin Robinson dressed up as a woodland animal in the O2 advert? <laughs> and we've also had an email from Kevin O'Donnell saying, he kept that one quiet, didn't he? I don't know if any of you have noticed yet, but IGN's favourite beard wearer, Martin Robinson, is clearly moonlighting as the new spokesperson for O2. He stars in the latest TV advert as a goat man. Yeah. I've added a YouTube link for you to see for yourselves. He does. It, it, it's uncanny. And that's why yeah. he's not here today. He's off shooting another advert yes, for yeah. him. Yeah. And he's got huge hairy thighs as well, just like Martin. Just like Martin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But we'll post that on the Facebook, yeah. so head over to Facebook, uh, yeah. facebook.com forward slash TeamIGNUK. I think this is a knocking boots corner, this bit. Uh, it's from Tom Riley. He says, I had a long distance relationship for a year, UK to China, and I'm now married to her. It works. Hmm. It's nice to know, isn't it? Yeah. It's, by the way, I'm not sure his subject, uh, subject line uh, on this email was burned anus. Oh, I think uh, he was putting his vote in for which story. Okay. Uh, oh, yes. But what happened to that? I don't know. I can't even remember who was the vote in. So, but, so he's yeah. dating someone in China. Married to her now. Married, and it's definitely a woman. Married to her. Okay, I yeah. wanted to make sure it wasn't a guy and it wasn't a while ago and that it was a guy who liked internet cafes and because <laughs> you, you never know cyclical brilliant you never know <laughs> brilliant uh, I have another my phone calls for three days <laughs> I have an email from Callum Sibley he suggests if we have a knocking boot section it should be called how's your father oh that's good yes uh, he says hi Martin Alex Chris and Dan 
<laughs> not me or Stu no. um, good he said I didn't realise I was circumcised till my first year of university it took a girl it took for a girl to mention it to me and I just thought my penis was just too big for my foreskin <laughs> awesome I still haven't booked up the courage to ask my parents why I'm circumcised especially because they live in Dubai and it could would be kind of awkward to bring it up mid Skype yeah. <laughs> or bring it out I was going to say pop the old chap out <laughs> why, why is this like why? this what's going why? on here what did you do that for uh, yeah um, I've got an email from a loyal listener Malkovich who uh, has sent, sent a picture of Dan in his infinite sadness uh, and apparently he's extra sad because he's being made to suck off a banana <laughs> so, well, again we'll put this up on the uh, the story but brilliant you can all see. you've really captured the melancholy wow that and the is square amazing. jaw yeah. yeah and the hair uh, and, and, and that's it, from John Malkovich uh, yeah John Malkovich <laughs> <laughs> but he he almost there's something weird going on with his lips he almost looks like the joker but sad joker because he's sad isn't it that's why he's got big he's got big, big, Dan has got big lips He's got big red luscious lips. Very yeah. puckable lips. And he's got puckable. a big banana wedged in his cake hole. Yeah. So. Ah. Thanks, Mr. Mack. Yeah, lovely stuff. More pictures. Yeah, we love it when we get MS Paint pictures. Talking of pictures, I just want to give a shout out to Russ Greeno, who contacted us via Facebook asking for our address, which I thought was a little bit weird. Yeah. And then we got in the post a pornographic uh, comic book oh, good. Uh, called Amazing Love Story. So thanks for that, Russ Greeno. That's gone, not in the library, but straight to my home. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm looking at it now and it's... Yeah, it's is very it, weird. It's is like it pornographic. Yeah, there's some weird shit in there, and it's not just like uh, man on woman. There's woman on woman, man and woman on woman, mm. and man on man, and man on man it's on. Got two woman. covers. Are you speaking English anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you got. You're basically saying it's running the full gamut of man lady relationships. For, yeah, the right. whole spectrum has been covered off, right. and man and woman and beast. Oh my goodness. And Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, makes a guest appearance in the comic. I d- well, honestly, Russ, I don't know what you were thinking about oh, sending it in, by, but thanks. Beast. It smells a bit what funny beast? as well, doesn't it? Well, apparently, his uncle was the creator of the comic. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 there's a whole pile of them some, sat somewhere, and they're selling them via mail order. Well, Tom, right. do you want to give it a proper plug, then? Because I don't think we said what it's called. Brilliant. It's this called is... Amazing Love Stories. I don't know. And I, I, I don't know who wrote it. Or is it all about the artwork? The artwork's good. The artwork's good. The the the, uh, the script is even better. Oh, Floyd! I just love the way your circumcised cock pulls my guts out on each outstroke. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> a girl once said that to me. Just really, and the noise. Apparently, the noise it makes when you have sex with a lady is splick splick. According to this, yeah. splick right. splick. Yeah, which you're, you're probably uh, a girl from Nottingham. Do you remember that? A girl from Nottingham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks for that and just final bit of feedback Mick Goatee who sent us a picture last week that ended up on the podcast oh, yes. story yeah and why yeah. didn't I like it because you look full retard yeah full so he's retard. written oh, he wrote in I drew the team again I am deeply sorry Chris so he's done another picture uh-huh. and he's done a much better effort have you had a look at that come on okay Tom. so I don't know whether to show you the, right I'm going to show you the, I'm going to show you the, the proper one right okay so this is the first one that he sent in <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he's got all of his in yeah. uh, obviously Chris yeah. uh, uh, much yeah. more accurate yeah. yeah looking a bit like a monkey yeah, yeah. much okay. more accurate yeah. Yeah. Kind, of, okay. kind of simian Martin's beard's in there yeah. Dan's giant chin's in there Alex's in there the stew looks quite good um, and then he's done a, a like an improved Colour version wow. which is amazing oh, that's good yeah. yeah so we'll post this on the we, I might even change our Facebook uh, profile image yeah. to this because yeah. I think it's really cool yeah, yeah great job uh, he's put the pie in there there's like a beach in the background I think um, 
And Stu, I think you look particularly cute on this one. Thank you, I do. Yeah. Yes, I like that, yeah. So Mick Goatee, thank you very much. I honestly think we should have a fan art competition. Yeah. And I know Podcast Beyond did that recently, but we can do better than Podcast Beyond, can't we? Yeah. Well, that's because our listeners are better. Yeah, yeah. So we prove a, us right. Should we have a slash fiction competition as well? That's no, not a good idea. definitely not. No. No. Uh, what prize can we give away? We've got, we've got artwork books. How about Amazing Love Stories films. number two? I tell you what, yeah, we'll probably, we can put together a, a, a nice package. Pile. Yeah. 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 Books, games, films, whatever. Yeah. But we'll do that. Send that in. We'll give you, say, three weeks to get the best ones in. And then in three weeks time, we'll announce a winner. So we could do, we could sign some photos of ourselves that we could pop in there. We'll have to take some photos first. Let's buy a camera. Or we could, oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, Alex, Alex is just reading through Amazing Love Stories at the moment. Oh God, and it's just the most ridiculous thing I, ever. It's astonishing, isn't it? You're one smooth ride, Nigel. <laughs> I don't, anyway. yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But why are you giving it to me? Because it's your kind of it's thing. It's dirty. I don't want to touch it. Does it does smell old. Your kind of, it, it's, it smells like old jism. Can you wonder oh. why there's, there's still a pile of them sat somewhere? I don't, I don't know if it probably didn't sell very well when it came out. I wonder why. How, how long ago was this published? 83. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's as old as I am. Right. I don't smell like that, do I? Yes. <laughs> like old jizz. It's <laughs> <laughs> your nickname, isn't it? It's old jizzing, yeah? <laughs> on that bombshell. Old spunky butler. Old smegma. Spunky butler. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, on, on that bombshell. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be back same time next week. Actually, speaking of which, we're doing a live podcast next week, aren't we? Are we definitely doing a live we podcast? We are definitely, yeah. definitely doing a live a podcast. A live podcast next week. It will be Thursday, the... Whatever the date is next Thursday. Yeah, 29th. Oh, shit. Someone take their phone. God, this is, this is essentially dead air, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure we can edit this. No. No, I think this, this is good. Yeah. Do you? Do you know what? People this, tune is, in. this is what people can expect in next week's live People podcast. tune in for the moment. That you Alex weren't looks. here because last thing last night, I'm, I may have negotiated an awesome, awesome special guest to do a very brief appearance on the really? live podcast. Yeah. Oh, is, is it, it a lady? Be a surprise? Yeah, I think I might. Yeah! Wow. So if we can get it right, it could be amazing. But okay. if not, that will get Dan to take his top off. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to dress up. What's so, the day then? So yeah, it's the third Thursday, mm-hmm. the third of March, uh, and we're currently looking uh, doing probably around lunchtime. If that about one o'clock, for, I think, isn't it? Most of our listeners, yeah. hopefully, that's when they can tune in. So and this is going to be video as well as audio, isn't it? It will be yeah, live stream. So you'll you can see what uh, we get up to. Well, not just hear what we get up to, but and are we still we are we do. still going to do it in the nude? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it'll all go catastrophically wrong and it'll be hilarious. Like last time. Yeah. And then maybe we'll act up out some scenes from uh, Amazing Love Stories. <laughs> With Bagsy Peter Sutcliffe. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but what we also might do, seeing it's live, is open up to live, live feedback. So if you do yeah. have questions that you want to ask us... Yeah. Alex will give out his mobile phone number. I will. Yeah. Uh, send, us your, send us your feedback in. 07 what? No. Send us your feedback to IGN UK feedback and just specify that you would like to come on and do it live over the phone. You must be yeah. available to speak to on the phone at one yeah. o'clock on Thursday. That's 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 it. And also I think we might even try and do a live competition on the podcast as good. well. Brilliant. That sounds so, good. Brilliant. Uh, and live so, sheep shearing, that would yeah, be good as well. <laughs> might not I'm do gonna that. aim to lose my virginity on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. Brilliant. But uh, but uh, it will just give the people who make an effort to watch it live, they'll get something out of it. But also we'll do our regular podcast, so we'll do it as a iTunes download the day after so fun and games mm. uh, but more on the site uh, and on Facebook and Twitter uh, about exactly what's happening very shortly so that really is it for this week so uh, thanks once again for listening and we will see you next time see ya bye, bye. bye. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.